everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today on Mother's Day, which can be full of all kinds of complex emotions, we're going to be talking about a God who mothers his children. So it's Mother's Day, and I know that Mother's Day can bring up a whole host of complicated emotions. According to the card companies and the commercials that you see, it's supposed to be this sweet and cozy and happy time. But for many of you who are listening, it's probably not sweet and happy and cozy. And instead, there's just a sense of loss, of disappointment, of sorrow, of heartache, of frustration as you deal with broken relationships, with death, with the loss of a dream, and all the things that Mother's Day can just remind us of. Maybe mothers are no longer here with us. Maybe they have abandoned us. Maybe they don't understand us. And so there's this rift between you. Perhaps your mother was never a great mother to start with. And if you are a mother, who knows how your children and you are getting along? Maybe there's conflict there. Maybe you don't have children. Maybe you've lost children. There's just so many things that Mother's Day does to our hearts. And I just want to acknowledge that. And this is not a podcast about how great it is to be a mother or how blessed mothers are or anything like that. Because I know that every time we say something like that, we tend to ignore the people who are hurting and who are in pain. And so even though motherhood is beautiful and it can be beautiful and it can be hard and difficult and really yucky at times, we're going to talk about how God is a mother, the perfect mother today and how he mothers us and how he has always wanted to mother people that he loves and how he has chased them to mother them, to hold them, to protect them and to nurture them in a way that a true mother does. Guys, you do not have to be a biological mother to be a motherer. And I know this because I am a natural mother. I have mothered people since I was a child. And I had children that I mothered and people that I mothered long before I had my own biological children. And this is just who I am. I've always been somebody who wants to take care of you, wants to help you, wants to love you, wants to believe in you, like that. My husband tells me that I am an over-nurturer, and he's probably not wrong. If you asked my kids when I was a camp counselor, the kids that were my cabin, they'd be like, oh yeah, she's totally a mom. Like That's the kind of person I was. I had bedtimes. I tucked them all in. We had routines. Um, they weren't allowed to have tons of sugar. There was no snacks in the cabin. Like I was just like this total mom figure. And so I wasn't the cool, fun one that was letting you do all kinds of crazy things that break the rules. But my kids were still um, had energy and they were feeling good by the end of the week. <laughs> I, and they would appreciate me by the end of the week. Sometimes they were like, you're kind of boring in the beginning of the week. But by the end, they were like, yay, I still feel good. And here I am at camp. I was always good with the homesick ones. I was always like that kind of a person. Like I'm just a nurturing person. And I see this coming out as I'm a teacher again. Like I am definitely there for you if you need a hug, if you need advice, if you need a Band-Aid, if something's going on. I have held students while they cry this year. Like there's just, this is who I am. 
Like I am a natural mother, whether or not I have biological children. And I do now. But there was a time when I didn't. And there was a time when I was going through a season of miscarriage and Mother's Day was super, super hard. And so I understand both sides of the scenario. But I want to focus on this idea of mothering today because all of us, whether you're a male or female, can be someone who mothers others. So let's look at that and just really see what does it look like to mother and how has God shown us who he is through the picture of a mother. So often in our Christian culture, we tend to overemphasize God's masculine characteristics and underemphasize his feminine characteristics. God is not male or female. He is completely different from that. And we just have to remember that. It's so easy for us, as I always say, to make God into our own image. But he's not like us. We just happen to be created a little bit like him. And so being a mother and mothering and having those mothering characteristics, that's something that God has given us as a piece of his character. And we see that through scripture in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. So we're going to peek at that today. We're going to start in the Old Testament and a couple times in Psalms and also in Ruth, God talks about being like a hen who gathers his chicks under his wings. And I just had an experience this last week with some ducks So we have neighbors who have a pool and our deck overlooks their pool and they don't have it open yet for the season because we live in Michigan. So it's still covered with a tarp and there's a little bit of water that's kind of gathered on top of that tarp. And this mother duck and her little ducklings decided this was a great place to live. They popped through the fence. She flew over. They hopped through the fence and they just hung out in this pool area for the last couple days. And our neighbor had no idea how to get rid of them because they were just very content to float around the little top of the pool and eat the weeds and just hang out. But as I was watching this mother duck one evening, it was getting to be cool and she had fluffed herself up and spread herself out and was like three times her normal size and had gathered all of her little ducklings under her wings. And they were tucked underneath there. They were warm. They were cozy. They were protected. If rain came, they were protected from predators. And she had them just tucked under there and she was taking care of them. She was mothering them. So let's read Psalms 91.4. It says, he will shelter you with his wings. You will find safety under his wings. His faithfulness is like a shield or a protective wall. And guys, even earlier in that, in Psalms 57, 1, David talks about this. And he talks about how God is going to protect him as he's being chased by Saul. And he says, have mercy on me, O God, have mercy on me. For in you I have taken shelter. In the shadow of your wings I take shelter until trouble passes. And so it's not that God has wings, it's that David is imagining that God is like a mother hen or a mother duck, and he is protected under the shadow of God's wings. Like God is up there and he's like, nope, I got you. Come on under here. I'm completely taking care of you. You are safe. And it's that picture of this protection and comfort and rest and safety, and God wants to give that to us. Jesus takes this exact same picture And he talks about it in Matthew 23, 37 and Luke 13, 34, as he's talking to the city of Jerusalem. In Luke 13, 34, he says this, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those who are sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you would have none of it. 
And so you have this picture of God as this hen who just longs to gather his children under his wings and they're just rebellious and they're running away from him. He wants to protect them. He wants to give them comfort and safety and they're having none of it. Guys, I think that when we over-masculize, masculinize, is that a word? God, we miss these tender, compassionate, caring, nurturing parts of his character because God is both. God is a picture of both. Like we're not, he's not just masculine or just feminine. He is both. Not that he's both genders, but that he has all those characteristics that he's given us. And so I think about caring for somebody and my daughter is about just as nurturing as me, maybe worse sometimes. When she was little, my kids are 21 months apart. When she was just little, she wasn't even two. We brought home her brand new baby brother and all she wanted to do was hold him. Like she held that baby constantly. She had a little boppy around her lap so she could, wouldn't drop him and she just held him and held him and held him. And as soon as she was a little bit older and he was a little bit bigger, she started trying to pick him up. And she would try to pick him up constantly and nothing I did would convince her this was a bad idea. Like no punishment that I dealt out, no consequence that I dealt out would stop her from picking up her brother. And so he was older at this point. He wasn't going to like break if he was dropped, but she would pick up this baby and they were only about 10 pounds difference because he was a big boy and she was a little skinny girl. And it was a disaster every time, every time. But nothing would convince her. That was her baby and she wanted to hold him. And she continued to be like this. Like even as like a five-year-old, she would be at the park and she'd find these random children. Like she's got this random two-year-old. I'm like, where'd you get that kid? Oh, well, they were just needed help. So I was helping them. Well, where's their mom? I don't know. Like she just collected children at the park. And she's been like that at school since she was in kindergarten. Like she's always been the mom of her friend group, just taking care of her friends, hugging them when they're sad, making sure they're okay, just being the person who cares for people. And guys, that is something called mothering. And it's so beautiful. And we think of God being somebody who wants to mother us, to care for us, to hold us, to protect us. And it actually gets even more intense as far as a picture of what it is to be a mother. God in Isaiah, through the prophet Isaiah, talks about being like a mother who's caring for their nursing child. Like this is intense. This is God's heart for us. In Isaiah 49, 15, he says, Can a woman forget her baby who nurses at her breast? Can she withhold compassion from the child she has born? Even if mothers were to forget, I could never forget you. That's straight from the heart of God. And having been a mother and had newborns, like they are on your mind constantly. Like just constantly. And if you're not with them, you're thinking about them. And you're like, man, are they okay? Is everything all right? Like, have they been sleeping too long? Are they eating enough? Like you're just always thinking about them, which sometimes causes anxiety and all kinds of other things. Fortunately, God is um, perfect and doesn't have that problem. But he's saying like, even if a mom could forget her newborn baby who's nursing, like I would never forget you. That's the kind of heart that he has for us. In Isaiah 66, Verse 13, he says, as a mother consoles a child, so I will console you and he will be consoled over Jerusalem. He's going to console. The idea of this like holding a crying child. Like, can you think of a picture of that in your mind when the child fell and scraped their knee or something happened and they're sad 
And the mom's just scooping them up in their lap and holding them and kissing them and making them feel better. Like that's what God wants to do for us. He wants to console us, to hold us, to tenderly wipe away our tears, to reassure us, to let us know it's going to be okay. You're okay. I'm here. You're okay. I'm here. Like that's the idea of consoling. And how beautiful is that? How beautiful is that? And we miss that part of God when we don't focus on both of his characteristics, on both sides, the masculine and the feminine, that God has shown us as a picture of who he is. Guys, I want you to see that. I want you to feel that. I want you to know that you are so deeply loved by a God who is probably like me, a bit of an over-nurturer. He just wants to hold you and love you and take care of you and be there for you and heal you and support you. And yet, how often are we like the people of Jerusalem where he says, but you would have none of it, but you would have none of it. The idea that God is there for us, longing to mother us, to take care of us, and yet we will have none of it. I think of my own life and how often I push him away through my busyness or through ideas that I create about him that aren't true, feeling his disappointment or his anger or his frustration. He doesn't feel that. Everything we've ever done wrong has been covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. And he sees us as beautiful, as perfect. And he longs to hold us and love us and comfort us and be there for us and mother us in such a beautiful way. Guys, even the Apostle Paul takes this feminine picture of love and mothering as he talks to his churches. Paul talks to his Thessalonian church in 1 Thessalonians 2.7, and he tells them that he came to them gently like a nursing mother with her children. And that's how he felt about them. He wanted to care for them. He wanted to support them, to nurture them, to feed them, to watch them grow, to be there for them. He had that same, just very feminine feeling about them, that mothering. And in Galatians, he tells the Galatian church that he is laboring for them. And he's talking about labor pains, like a woman who was giving birth. And he's like, this is how I feel for you. Like, I feel these pains and I just want to see you grow into maturity in Christ. I want to see you know Jesus. And I just want to encourage you guys as you think about this today on this Mother's Day, that no matter what's going on in your life with physical human mothers, God wants to mother you. And he wants to develop that mothering nature within you so that you can in turn mother others in a way that you've been mothered by God that we can care for one another, that we can love one another, that we can nurture one another and support one another and help to heal one another and be there for one another in the same way that a mother is there, in the same way that God is there for us. So I just hope that encourages you today as I don't know what you're dealing with on this Mother's Day, but just to know that you have a God who longs to gather you to tuck you under his wings, to protect you, to keep you safe and warm, and to hold you, and to help you to grow, and to become the person that he has created you to be. Thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, keep searching.
If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd love to have you join me over on my Substack at christylynnwood.substack.com for newsletters, notes, and a community of people who are searching for the real God.